This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say its sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Today brought a little more clarity on just when EPA can be expected to release new biofuel blending targets. Growth Energy announced today it has entered into a proposed consent decree with the Environmental Protection Agency to have the final renewable volume obligations for 2021 and 2022 published by June 3rd. That comes after the group had previously announced an intent to sue the agency over missing last year's deadlines to publish the RVOs. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said she was glad to see EPA agree to take the action and called it a significant milestone for the biofuels industry. EPA plans to take comment on the consent decree for 30 days. Another biofuel group convened its annual gathering today and says it wants to see stronger action from the Biden administration to promote ethanol blending. Speaking at the kickoff of the National Ethanol Conference, Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says he would like to see new blending targets from the EPA and fast. He says the looming conflict with Ukraine and the possible impact on energy prices could also be addressed through more E15 sales. The quickest way to lower gas prices would be to restore the ability of retailers to sell E15 year-round and allow them to do it through existing equipment. The Biden administration could make that happen with little more than the stroke of a pen, and we will continue to encourage them to pursue this common-sense solution for reducing consumer fuel prices in the near term. He argues switching from E10 to E15 at the nation's gas pumps would save the average household $125 per year. One of the only farmers on Capitol Hill says the country needs a better idea of the foreign purchases of U.S. farmland. Senator John Tester says the possibility of Chinese investment in U.S. acres and the efforts of other countries should be concerning. We need to do our best to protect people's civil liberties, but find out what the heck's going on as far as who's buying the ground and, and who has control of it, because it is, it is something that uh, can have some pretty devastating effects and impacts on our national security. The Montana Democrat says he doesn't think there currently exists an accurate measurement of current ownership efforts. You can hear more from Tester, including his thoughts on right to repair and the Federal Reserve, in our open mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, an author of legislation to tweak beef industry price discovery says the next month will be critical. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. A bipartisan bill aimed at increasing transparency and competition in cattle markets could find a path to passage when Congress comes back from its recess. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, one of the sponsors, is expressing confidence in the bill's prospects. We're uh, looking forward to moving ahead. Now, whether or not we'll have to have a hearing before uh, agriculture, before we move ahead with this, I have heard that point from Senator Stabenow, so I don't know for sure. He says Stabenow has been cooperative and responsive and that USDA is paying close attention as it would be responsible for implementing any changes. Grassley and the bill's co-sponsors are concerned the consolidation of beef packing, now dominated by four companies, has hurt independent farmers and ranchers. The bill would also create a cattle contract library and has drawn mixed reception from other senators and ag groups. Grassley says the language could get folded into the continuing resolution expected to pass by March 11th to keep the government running. But that might not sit well with some cattle state senators who aren't fully on board. He sees another option. If we're fortunate enough to get up a competition bill 
that deals with big tech, it could possibly fit in that bill. Grassley says that's because increasing competition fits with broad administration priorities. We're trying to do enhanced competition wherever we can in line with the president's executive order. Last summer, President Biden called for a whole-of-government approach to increase competition across the economy. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.